You're listening to another episode from the Major Matic Podcast, where we talk about topics related to your mental health. I am your host, Trisha May, and let's get right into this episode. So today, I wanted to talk about failure and specifically how I'm dealing with it right now because I'm actually um, going through like sort of a whole process of um, changing my mindset about how I see failure. And so before we get into that, I will tell you guys a brief backstory about me. So I came from the Philippines. I was born and raised there until I was around six years old and uh, my family decided to immigrate to Canada and I've been living here now in Canada for I think around 16 years. Um, So I am now 23 years old so I moved when I was six. Um, So anyways growing up in um, elementary here I always thought that I was one of the dumb kids like in all honesty I thought I was pretty dumb I was a pretty dumb kid in elementary I really struggled with math and um like math was number one this number one I can remember I remember like going home and not being able to do my homework and having my parents do my homework for me and then I start crying because you know my parents are getting frustrated that I still don't understand what or like how to solve this math problem and like it's you know it was just it was just bad it was really I wasn't that I wasn't that smart in uh, elementary but when I um, got to junior high um, I noticed that my sister um, like she got honors awards and I remember how my parents were so proud of her and how my parents talked about her they were so proud and then there was me I didn't really have anything I didn't have any awards I didn't have any recognition or anything like that so that's when I decided I was like okay I'm a I'm a work hard I'm a study hard and I'm gonna get that or I'm gonna get that award as well at the end of the year and I did I did it and I got the awards and that's what started this whole new thing with my parents um like uh i guess like throughout the next few years in junior high and in high school my parents always wanted high grades for me they always expected me to get an award um or some sort of recognition um after every school year and when i got to high school that was really really bad for me because I actually got into this high school which was the high school that my parents wanted me to get into it was uh, a um, academic focused high school so you actually needed to have high grades to be able to get in that school Um, and so I, I got in and my parents were so proud so happy but secretly I was dreading the workload because I knew that um, it was going to be tough and you know hi- like <laughs> growing up as hard as it is and you know, I have to worry about grades and stuff but anyways um, I was in grade 10 and I remember it, it I just it was just that one day I l- was looking at my, a pile of my homework on my bed 
um, it was particularly that science textbook that I saw and I just started bawling my eyes out. I'm like, I can't do this. I don't know how I'm going to do this. I've been doing it for the past few years, but for some reason it seems impossible now. And I'm guessing that that's what triggered my mental disorder. Um, my parents, um, it, this, this whole new concept was new to my parents. Like I, I didn't really know about depression either. Um, until like uh, we went to see um, a doctor because I had started to cut and my parents were horrified when they first saw the blood in my hands and I remember my dad I'm gonna, I'm gonna get so emotional oh my god my my dad um, he saw it and he literally just his knees just buckled and he cried with me um yeah so it was it was just really hard on me and of of course my family too um but anyways that's my backstory um fast forward to now life is so different from what i was taught growing up that i would have um back then everything was get good grades in school so that you can get into a good university to get a good stable job and like you know in in my head it was all like sunshine and roses like I would get like I would get this degree and then I would have a full-time job and everything would be fine because my finances would be stable I'd have a house I'd have this whole life and I have a routine in my life and I wouldn't have to um basically like I I wouldn't have to struggle for money because I have that full-time job and little did I know, fast forward to now, I'm living the exact opposite um, of what I thought or what they taught me um, was going to happen. And I've tried so many different things now, especially with social media. Like, we're so, like, I, I always say that we're so lucky to be at, to be living at a time where um, technology has advanced the internet has ex- like you know advanced as well um, where you know working from home or like being your own um, your your own entrepreneur or like having your own business is a thing now um, like we're so lucky to be living in a world where we've become so modern that we can actually do that or in, it's becoming more socially acceptable to actually uh, work on your own terms and have your own schedule that kind of thing so uh because obviously depression it's it's hard to it was hard for me to work a regular job um and what what do I mean by regular job I mean like a like a a part-time job at like McDonald's or something like you know something like that like retail or like food fast food places um it it was really hard for me to even keep a job uh, in that field or industry because I would just have these panic attacks, these anxiety attacks. I just would dread it so much that I would get so depressed while I'm on my shift and I would want to go home and I do not finish my shift. And I actually got let go at one of these jobs that I had because of that. And, um, obviously I have to keep trying because like what else is there right I mean there are times when I did think about uh, committing suicide there are times when I did try to attempt it 
But, you know, uh, spoilers, I'm still here. So <laughs> that didn't uh, work out the way I had planned. Um, but uh, I, I just couldn't, I couldn't work normally, like a normal person would be able to. Um, so I tried so many different things like uh, starting my own business or starting my own photography business for one because um, I'm a photographer too if you guys um, want to know that tidbit um, I'm a photographer and I tried like uh, doing so many things with it uh, when I started getting clients and more gigs and like being you know you know grinding or hustling as some people like to call it um it was fine at first and in my head I was like yes this is what I want to do I want to do this um I'm gonna dedicate so much time into it and I did and I did dedicate so much time so much money because equipment costs a lot of money you guys um like any anything like starting your own business costs a lot of money um so that's what I've been doing um for the past I think three years now I've been doing photography but for the past year I've started to wean off of it a little bit because it started to be a cause of anxiety for me and honestly I'm like horrified like when, when that dawned on me I which was very recent this was like a couple like a few weeks ago where I realized maybe all this time that I thought that I was meant to be a photographer maybe I actually am not and that thought was horrifying because I had spent all that time, all that energy and all that money into this business that I thought was going to be my passion only to have it um, or like only to be uninspired and unmotivated and sometimes even dreading doing it uh, a few like a, a year later, you know. Um, so that was really scary for me and that just made me really sad because I mean I, I love I, I I love photography. I really do. I love creating and well my husband tells me maybe you love it but you don't love it enough or maybe you love it but it's not what you're meant to be doing. Um, which is fine, right? But obviously when you look back at it you're like, oh well I spent so much time on this and it turns out it doesn't even count for anything. Right. So that's what I that's what I thought. Um, just like actually, I, I, you know, this it's just what I'm going through right now. So um, I mentioned that I've been trying many different things um, with like starting own business. So let's let's name a few of them besides photography. I've tried, uh, becoming an Instagrammer or like a social media influencer or whatever you want to call it. That shit is hard. Whoever is listening to this and is like an influencer, honestly, like good job, like kudos to you. I can't do that. That's like, Honestly, it might just look easy, like you just post photos and like, you know, you put a caption and you hashtag, but like, there's honestly so much more work than that, you know, that the, the, there's so much more work involved than what you see on social media to actually make that post happen and to even post every day consistently or post on a schedule and just consistency is so hard for me. Um, it's, it's 
it's a whole job in itself. Um, so I tried that and that didn't really work out either. Um, what else did I try? I tried starting my own apparel line. Um, and that was fine until like, it was actually doing pretty well, um, for us, like a, for a starting business. Uh, it was doing pretty well, except for the fact that the manufacturer that I had, that I have been working with, um, that's making the clothes, uh, actually fucked us over because half the shipment that they gave us were defective. They, the quality was terrible in, in like in the sense that, uh, the prints were smudged. There were stains on the shirts. The, the colors of the shirts were not consistent. Some were like darker and more muddy than the others. And it was just like, it was not happening. And so we couldn't sell those. And the, the clothes that we did end up selling and we did sell out of that style what it just it just had to be the style that the inventory was affected by the damage um so i'm sorry if that made sense um let me let me reword that so uh we had hoodies that actually sold out um and those hoodies we had like uh let's say like i think it was like around 50 other hoodies and like more than half of those were defective so honestly i got messages from people asking oh when are you going to restock the hoodies when are you going to restock you know the hoodies and we want to buy them and stuff like that and um we were stuck because we got all the all these um orders for the hoodie we came up with three styles we had a, a varsity sweater we had a hoodie and we had a crew neck so out of the three styles, the hoodie was the one that did the best. And it was our best seller, but it was also the one that we had less item or we had less in stock because half of it was defective. Does that make sense? Um, so that's what happened. And our clothing came from China and it takes about a month to get from China to here on Aussie. So it was it was just terrible. And we were new to this. So we didn't know that we actually were able to well, I did contact the manufacturer and told them and sent them pictures of the 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 shit that they sent sent us. And um you know what they told me? They told me, okay, we'll send you 12 pieces for free. But you just gotta pay shipping. And I'm like, oh my God, are you serious? Like it was just bad and it was just like a bad experience but um that set us that set me back because um now I can't even go through with my uh business I I have never been able to go forward from that apparel line because um th- we're just we're still recovering from like the amount of money we lost we we paid so much money for the material and the material that came back was like it was just bad quality. Um, we got samples. Like I, I was asked by someone like, oh, didn't you get samples first? And yes, we got samples. The samples were great. The samples were really good. But then when it came to the actual order, that's when shit went down. And honestly, that was, that was terrible. Um, so anyways, there's that venture, which right now I was, I've, I was actually thinking of recovering or, um, relaunching and rebranding that apparel line but 
only to find out that maybe my interests have shifted a little bit again, like surprise. <laughs> um, so there, I, I, bottom line, I've just been trying all these things and none of them seem to be working. So that's why I wanted to do this episode because I think that a lot of people who are depressed, you know, they, a lot of people who want to help people with depression think that they have to motivate them and stuff. And sometimes that's not really the case. Most of the time it is, but other times like this one instance, for example, um, where you did try everything and you are not necessarily lacking in ideas or motivation uh, or sorry, let me backtrack. You're not exactly running out of ideas. You're just running out of, um, I guess, you're running out of confidence because you've been failing so many times. Like, for example, for me, I, I have started so many businesses or so many, you know, side gigs or whatever, and none of them have grown. None of them have actually become successful. And you might be like, oh, well, that's because you only spent so little time um, trying it out. And if you don't like it, you quit. Well, yes, that's that's true. But the reason why I stopped doing them is because there has been like a setback financially or um, my interest has just shifted and I'm moving on to something else. And for a while now, I've been really trying to think like okay what is it really that you want to do if it's not photography and it's not apparel and you know I even started this handmade jewelry kind of thing so I make handmade bracelets and stuff like honestly I've done so many things um I've started to become embarrassed of it that's the thing I've started to be more aware of oh my god people know me because like when you're when you're trying to start a business you want people to know about your business right so that you get more sales so uh what really um scares me is when people see me and they're like oh that person is the one with uh that brand that apparel brand oh but what are they doing now they're doing jewelry like okay and then like they see me somewhere else and they're like oh you're doing photos too like you know like there's just so like so many like I just don't want to be judged by people and that's I like (laughs) it gives me so much anxiety when people judge me and there's so much anxiety when people um or like when when I have to tell people oh, this is my new business, right? Like, because I've been doing so much because I don't want them to think, oh, she's starting so many businesses. Like, can't she just stick to one? You know, like, I, 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 the thing is, I, they don't know the full story and I don't have time or I can't just go up to them and tell them the whole story, right? Because that's, I don't, I'm not here to like be, you know, I don't want them to pity me or anything like that. And I, I don't want attention. That's the thing. And I'm just so conflicted because there's so many things that I want to try. And I'm just embarrassed to post about it on social media because uh, people have already heard this so many times already from me before. Like, oh, I started this new business. And then like a few months later, oh, I started this new business, you know. And because like, and, and I'm like, now I'm at the point where I'm like, is this even worth it? So what I did was I reached out to these two local entrepreneurs here in the city 
because they were hiring and um spoilers i got hired <laughs> um uh so now i'm helping them grow their business and there are times where i'm like you know so i get paid so that's that's fine too that's you know hooray who doesn't like money i mean <laughs> um so i i make the stuff for them or like i, I make like a like for this other one, I make jewelry for her because she has her own local jewelry business. And so I make some of her pieces for her. Um, and then there's this other one. There's this other group where they do um, content about uh, healing and spiritual stuff. Um, yeah, so I, I help them make their own content for their brand. So that they can grow their brand. So it's really ironic. <laughs> because um, it seems that I can't grow my own brand. But I can help other people grow theirs. So that's that's weird, right? <laughs> um, so here I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm like, should I start, you know, should I go back to one of my other businesses that I thought I was passionate about? And should I try to reignite that spark? And I bought this Cricut machine. I don't if you guys don't know what a Cricut machine is. It's basically like a, um, uh, a cutter. It cuts out the vinyls, paper, wood. Um, and it cuts them out into your designs. Like if you want to cut out words and stuff or designs or whatever. And you want to paste it on a shirt or like paste it on a bag or you know a water bottle or whatever or if you want to make signs or something cards you name it there's the possibilities are endless with this machine so anyways I bought one and I bought it because I had the idea that I want to go back to my first um apparel brand and I want to this time create uh apparel with just me you know uh because last time when we had a manufacturer directly involved with the designs the designs were fucked up <laughs> so this this totally just gives me more control over my own business is basically what i was trying to get to um but now i'm i'm trying to do it but i'm like um am i even do i even like the business that or the brand that i started um with like the the brand that I started like you, you know how when you have a brand people know a certain aesthetic about it right so my aesthetic for that uh that apparel that I started was street street style streetwear and now I'm here I'm like do I still want to pursue the street aesthetic of apparel and um, honestly, I, I, I don't know. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't. I'm bipolar that way. I, I don't know. All I know is I just want to create. And it's hard because I get depressed over the fact that um, this is just another idea and I'm going to fail again. I'm going to keep failing. Nothing ever comes from it because all I do is I try. Like, you know, my husband always tells me I'm so proud of you because you're trying so hard blah 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 and honestly like my sister or my family and, and they all tell me that they're proud of me for trying but to me that is such a 
it's not a compliment. That's terrible for me to hear because all I hear is the word try and there's no success, right? That's all I hear. And I'm like, I always tell them, yeah, thank you. Like, I'm glad you, you know, you're happy or you're proud that I'm trying, but that's all it is. It's just trying. What about the other end where I get success? I don't. You know, so that's what goes through my head. And that's what makes me really sad is that um, I I can't work nine to five. And I always tell my husband that if I was able to work nine to five, I fucking would. Like, hands down, I fucking would. And, you know, so I, I just want a comfortable life. I want a, a life where I'm stable financially. And I don't have to worry about my next paycheck, Okay. Um, but no, I'm here. I have to scramble for, for my own, um, my own business, I guess, or lack thereof. (laughs) Um, so that's just the thing. And it's just, I've tried so many different things and I always tell my husband, yeah, like I've tried so many things. I'm so embarrassed for trying so many things. And he tells me, why are you embarrassed Maybe like you always see those past ventures as failures, but but he told me that he sees it as um, just one more step uh, into doing something that I actually will stick to and actually would like doing for a long a long time. Um, but I don't know. I just I I just can't see it that way right now, and I don't know if that's because. I'm just being bipolar right now. And um, by the way, I've been actually reassessed for bipolar 2 disorder. Um, before, they thought it was just generalized anxiety disorder and um, like depression. Uh, but thank God they found out that it was actually more than that. It was bipolar disorder and they got me the right medicine for that. So that's, that, that's, that's a good, good thing. <laughs> but... I I just, I'm scared to start over again because what if it fails again, right? But I guess there's always that possibility where, well, what if you try again and it doesn't fail? What if it actually goes somewhere? And honestly, I, I go to local markets, like trade shows, local trade shows and stuff like Etsy. We have these Etsy events here where like there's just like a whole stadium or like a whole room uh full of local vendors with their handmade stuff and I always go to them because I I don't know I love I love local markets I just do and I love the vibe that they give off um and I always like imagine myself what if like I make this I make that I make my own whatever and I get to sell it here in in this event and I get to meet so many people and you know it's it's like a dream right but then that's another dream right it's not the only dream that I have uh like a few years ago I wanted to be this established fashion photographer but then you know look what happened now um but yeah so I I wanted to like I want to one day be a vendor at one of these local markets and what's literally stopping me from doing this is what basically what other people will think of me simply because I've tried and I've started 
all these other businesses before. And obviously the family knows about it. Um, all my relatives probably know about it. Um, I've already made some followers on Instagram. They know about it. And then if they see me doing yet another business, they're going to be like, oh, look, she started another business. What happened to her other five businesses before this one? Did they all fail? Did they, were, maybe they weren't successful, you know? I guess I'm afraid of them just gossiping and like just afraid of what they think. But I was listening to this other podcast. It's called Depression Talks. Um, if you guys want to go check that podcast out too. Um, anyways, I... Uh, I was listening to one of their episodes and they talked about how why the fuck do you care what other people think and that got me thinking and now I wanted to do this episode so I was like well it's to some people what other people think of them greatly affects their mental health because they want to be accepted everybody wants to be accepted right you don't want to be alone in this world um, I, I certainly don't want to be alone because when I'm alone, I fucking cry. Like I'm so depressed. Um, like, I don't know, like why, why do I care so much about what other people think? I guess it's because it's validation. Uh, it's a form of validation that's telling me what direction I should go into. You know, maybe it's like, yeah, exactly. It's like a direction, right? Because when somebody tells you, Oh, you're doing this right. We like what you're doing. You know, it's it's like, oh, I'm in the right direction then, right? Um, so it's, I guess, in a way, it, it's a sign that I'm also insecure. Um, I guess it's also telling me that I have a lack of direction, which I am not going to deny. I have no direction whatsoever. It's only now that I've started to actually um, get up on my feet. Finally. <laughs> Um, because for the longest time, I just can't, I, I always tell myself, I can't work nine to five or I can't work nine to five. I can't work three to five because I just, my mental health just is not that capable of that much. Um, I I don't want to say trauma, but (laughs) I'm just not capable of that much workload. So I just tried to like work around it and be like, okay, if I can't work, in an office if I can't work like at the mall or like you know some other store as an employee I'm a work from my home and so that's what I'm doing and honestly I didn't imagine it to be like this where I'm working for another local um a local sole proprietor I thought it like you know I, I thought it would be more of like um like, I, I honestly, I don't know what, it, what what the heck I thought. But bottom line, I'm here. I'm able to work from home. I'm able to work two, for, for two different brands at home. And honestly, I am so grateful. Like, I am so grateful that society has advanced to the point where I can actually do this. So... I'm just letting you guys know for those of you who are depressed and who have a hard ass time going to work and committing to work um, or what, you know, the the olden day society 
calls real work, which is either retail or like corporate offices or any, you know, anything that involves like a bigger company. Um, Just letting you know that uh, I guess there is still hope because I am proof that you can actually work from home. You may not be able to like, you know, if, if you can't see success in starting your own business um, from home, you can help other businesses expand theirs from your home and still get paid for it. Right. I mean, obviously, it depends on what you're going for, because for me, I honestly was just going for like um, monetary compensation, because let's face it, even though we don't or even though like, you know, I don't like it. We need money. We need money to live. And, you know, money makes the world go around. Yeah, money can't buy happiness, but it sure, you know, gets you a lot of stuff that makes you happy. Um, but, you know, debatable, right? But uh, my point is you need you need money to eat. You need money to buy food. You need money to live somewhere over, like, under a roof, you know. So that's the reason why I... Uh, I started working for these two other brands is because you know they're successful good for them like honestly that's amazing maybe I'm not ready yet to be like them although it'd be nice right um but I just I just need to live in the meantime like in the meantime I need to live you know so um that's just like an idea for those of you who are depressed and like just really don't know what else to do because I've been there I've honestly been there I would cry all the time I just get so depressed about the fact that I should be able to help my husband work and like I should be able to help my husband with the finances he shouldn't be the one to have to um, shoulder all the expenses because for a long time he was uh, shouldering everything. He was shouldering rent, food, and all the other miscellaneous shit that I like to spend my money on. <laughs> or his money, rather. Um, so, yeah, Calvin, if you are hearing this right now, thank you. I appreciate you. All your hard work. And that actually brings me to another topic. My husband had to quit, or rather, was let go from his corporate job because he had to always stay home with me because I was depressed. Um, And I am always, like, there's always a time where I am so sorry for that. Like, it's all, like, to me, it's always my fault because I'm always the burden to him because he's always, he always has to take care of me. And he lost his job because of that. Um, so that was hard. Uh, that did terrible, like, I I just got terrible thoughts in my head. My depression just went down when, uh, when he got laid off of work and I convinced myself it was because of me because I had to, because technically it was because of me because they were like, we need someone who, um, is actually able to work in office because he did work in office. This was when we were like still dating. He did work in office for them, but when we got married and he had to stay home with me because I, no one else could stay home with me. My parents aren't there anymore because I don't live with my parents anymore. Um, he had to look after me because I do stupid shit like trying to commit suicide or like trying to overdose and stuff like that. Um, and 
it's just I was just in a very dark time because he's working and I'm at home by myself and I'm alone and you know when you have so much free time your mind starts to wander I think that's like that's exactly what happened to me is that I had so much time that I just had too many thoughts going on in my head at once and I just thought that I'm just a burden because I'm not really doing anything I'm not helping with expenses I mean I can barely cook like and I don't mean that my cooking is terrible my my, my cooking is great I, I'm just kidding. Um, I mean I don't mean to sound overconfident but what I meant was I can't even get up to cook. I can't even get up to clean the house because there are days when I'm just like, which was every day at the time where I was so depressed. I was so down. I I lived in my bedroom, basically. When my husband left for work in the morning, I'd be in bed. When he comes back, I'd be in bed. And yeah, the only time I ever get up is to to go to the bathroom. So like it was terrible. But now things have started to kind of um, turn around, I guess, because I've I found that I really want to find purpose in my life. Like I really want to find something that I can do and something that I don't have to feel self-conscious doing, something that I don't have to feel embarrassed letting people know that I, I do do these things. Right. And honestly, I think this is also something that I learned is it's okay to be proud of yourself once in a while because being a depressed person you don't allow yourself to feel glory you don't you you don't allow yourself to feel happy it's just how you know mental illness works and it's only recent that i started to feel oh my god i can actually do this i can actually function but I'm functioning in my own twisted way, which is so ironic, right? Uh, yeah, it's not like a million dollar paying job and we're still renting. But honestly, I, I've started to allow myself to feel slightly content. <laughs> but you see, like I'm so used to feeling sad and down and just being um a failure that now that I'm starting to see these small successes I'm not allowing myself to see it so that's another issue that I think I need to start working on is accepting praise and accepting happiness I guess I'm and I'm realizing this as I'm talking um I've I've always said, like, whenever somebody asks me, like, oh, how are you doing? Or, like, are you happy with your life? Or, like, you know, are you, like, you know, satisfied with what you're doing? Or stuff like that, you know, because these topics do come up, okay? Um, um, I never say I'm happy. I never do because I don't mean it. Like, I don't, like, I'm, when's the last time I was happy? Like, genuinely happy. I don't remember and that's because I'm choosing not to remember because all I'm choosing to do is highlight all the negative parts in life so that's what I've been doing because I've been depressed for for years now so I think that's something that we can all learn from right with mental health is we need to 
accept praise a bit more. We need to accept the the happiness more. Like I feel like there were times when you did laugh and but then you're like, well, it's not like I'm laughing, but doesn't mean I'm like really happy. Like that's what I always thought. I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm having fun, but like at the end of the day, I'm still sad. So what I've thought about is what what's happening now and what's going to happen later when you go to bed are at two different times. So I'm like, maybe, you know, maybe when they ask you if you're happy, they mean maybe at this time right now, not when you're going to go to bed and you're going to think about everything, every failure you've had in the past five years, <laughs> you know? So maybe you should start thinking about it in short term I guess chunks you should like break it down into smaller chunks and be like um like well today this morning was a good morning this afternoon like wasn't that good I was too busy and I was really stressed out but now that I'm in my bed and I'm ready to go to sleep I feel so calm and you know maybe maybe that's what it really means to ask yourself if you're happy or not is if if you can break it down to smaller chunks you know like today was a good day right in general, because um, you did get through your adversities today, right? So, I mean, that counts. So, I'm just learning to accept that I'm actually happier than I let myself think I am. So, um, I'm starting to uh, try to welcome more of that into my brain. <laughs> Does that make sense? I know this this podcast is probably like all over the pl- that all over the place but I I really feel like there are some good points in here and there are some points that uh, might be able to help some other people and maybe get them to think a little bit um, so yeah so that's my little intro episode on this podcast I'm hoping to do some more episodes um, <laughs> see there you go another another negative thought just came into my head I'm like nope you're not gonna stick to this because you never stick to anything but now I'm gonna try and practice to counteract that thought and be like well you know what tomorrow's a new day you never know and yeah okay so I think that is everything for this episode you guys uh thank you so much for listening and if you guys have ideas or want to reach me uh, I will put in my email and Instagram in the description of this podcast so you guys can shoot me a message. Okay? Awesome. Uh, I don't really have an outro. I planned my intro, but I don't have an outro. <laughs> so, um, okay. Uh, I'll see you guys or I'll uh, talk to you guys in the next episode. In the meantime, you guys, I don't know. Be happy. <laughs> Just kidding. Okay, that's terrible. Um, yeah, and I'll see you guys next, or whatever, I'm just going to end it now. I'll see you guys in the next, next episode.